Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke, and you have joined your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart? What was that? <laughs> like, <where? laughs> That's like totally different. I'm going, wait, where are we going? What show but are you, we on? You said who's right, who's going to be speaking? You said the right thing. I know. But, but then just... you totally blew it because then I couldn't say it. So you said, say it, let's go back and start again. We're not starting over again. We're not going to edit this out. Okay. Say, what's your part again? The hermitage of the heart? Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints so that we can understand how to navigate the tumult and difficulty and challenges of this life with joy and peace, I might add. Yes. And our guest, this I have a feeling it's going to be hard to get through the show without being emotional. But our guest is doing something that is so important for the world and for the church. Um, something that I, uh, she is caring about something and pursuing something that God cares about more than most things. And I can explain what I mean in a moment. But why don't you introduce her to our audience? Absolutely. This is Nicole Abyssinio. Did I say that right? That was perfect. <laughs> okay, Nick. <laughs> she is a Catholic disciple of Christ. I love that she leads with that. Uh, she is known for her work as a film and television producer, a writer, an actress, and a director. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's amazing to be here. And the show is about, uh, uh, of course, Nic Nicole is central to it, but it's about a new uh, TV series called The Advocate, which is on uh, Pure Flix, which is a clean version of Netflix. You can find it on uh, Roku or your app on your phone or your iPad or, or your desktop or whatever. But Nicole, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I think, the genesis, like the subject of your work, which is, of course, um, human trafficking. But what was the genesis of it? Why did it, why did it emerge? I mean, it's a big deal to take this on. And in fact, it's dangerous to take this on and be a public figure. Uh, yes, and, and, and much more dangerous than I had initially uh, thought. I thought actually everybody would be for, for fighting human trafficking. And I learned very quickly that that was, that was not the case. And there were more people uh, against and that we're going to try and stop this work and stop what we were doing. You know, uh, someone at the studio said to me the other day that I've been writing this or working on this my entire life. And that was so profound to me because I think my entire journey has led to this point um, there was actually a prophecy from a priest in a, in a, in a church in a healing mass, maybe five or six years ago, where it wasn't even a glint in my eye that I would be working uh, or protecting children or helping in human trafficking for awareness and prevention and just in the fight in general. And he had was praying over, I'm sure you've seen them where he's praying, they're praying over everyone in the church. Yeah. And I, I decided to go up and he prayed over me and he stopped and he said, what do you do? And I said, what do you mean? He said, for work. And I said, oh, you know, I do movies or I do, you know, speaking and this. And he said, no. And he kept asking me and literally the entire church is standing around, you know, witnessing this. And he says, no, that's not it. You have something that you need to do. 
And he was so frustrated that the Lord wasn't showing it to him. And I didn't know what it was. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do. And he put his hands on me again and he cried out, help the girls, help the girls. You have Mm. to save the girls. And the entire, everyone was just silent. And I still was like, okay, Lord, but had no idea and went back to my life. Mm -hmm. And I was actually traveling for speaking in 2019. And, um, I had horrible experiences in that year that I was traveling, which I had never experienced traveling by myself again. I was almost trafficked. Um, I had an issue, very bad issue with the the TSA at the airport. Um, And then I almost got kidnapped um, in New York City, which was my home. And I jumped out of a moving car. So um, I was able to and I, I thought, Lord, why are you why am I going through these experiences? And I realized that there were so many young well, any age, women, boys, everyone that wouldn't think fast enough, that didn't have the background that I did to be able to get out of the situations like I did and would never have been seen from seen again. Mm -hmm. And that was the start of this beautiful journey. You know, I don't know if this is a realm you want to go into, but as I was thinking about this show, by God's grace, I've never been hooked on uh, pornography or even drawn deeply into it. And one of the reasons was, even as a young non-Christian, when I was first exposed to it, I had this sense that this wasn't all voluntary. I mean, how much of pornography is uh, comes from women that have been stolen um, away against their wills, drugged, and then given to this uh, horrific work, or just not being able to get their life together in yeah. some way just finding out of circumstances yeah or finding themselves in horrible situations it is so many more than than you think and and i think that was why a lot of people which it took me a lot a lot of prayer to realize that's why a lot of people are silent on this issue is because um they're really struggling with pornography Um, And and there's a link there. They're silent about it because they're unfortunately um, participating in trafficking by, you know, going to pornography on the computer. A lot of those girls are are not doing that. And even the ones that are doing it and that think that they're doing it in their own free will have been brutally abused, you know, as children or they grew up or they have a boyfriend that is pimping them out. And, um, you know, for a lot of psychological abuse reasons as well. Yeah, and I, so, yeah. I, I think the, the horrifying reality of it is, is that people think pornography is like is a victimless crime, which is one of the most ridiculous assertions one could ever make. Um, and when you participate in it, you not only uh, sin against God and put your soul in, in mortal danger because it is a mortal sin, but also you are funding or somehow benefiting an industry, you are yourself a part of little girls getting abducted and abused sexually. Or boys. Or boys being abducted. You you are part of that grave, horrific evil that stinks to heaven. So tell us a little bit, Nicole, about your background and your journey to faith and what got you into the film business. Sure. Um, well, actually, you know, the film business were, was kind of my first words, you know, all I ever really wanted to do 
was was being in the business. And um, I think part of that came from, you know, I'm a single parent family. I was with my mom. Um, I actually came from a very difficult background where my um, I was supposed to be aborted. And um, my my father wanted that. My mom didn't want that. So he tried to kill my mom and me. Mm-hmm. And um, then I ended up getting put into hiding. And, you know, uh, just really that is how we my mom became Catholic. You know, she was very sick and she was dying. She became Catholic. She was a Jewish girl. And, um, mm-hmm. and so she didn't know Jesus and ends up having this conversion, puts me into Catholic school. And so that was the beginning of that journey. But, um, you know, it was a nominal Catholic, like there wasn't really, you know, any full understanding of it, you know, growing mm-hmm. up. And, uh, one of the things that's in the show, I actually had left the church when I was eight years old after something that had happened at my school. And uh, I, because all of this, it's happening right in this moment, right now, the enemy did not want to see come to fruition. And, uh, and so there was, a, there was a battle there. And the film industry really did become my God for quite a number of years. Uh, of course, without realizing that either. I think so many of us are in the film industry thinking that, you know, we're there to, you know, entertain people and make people happy. And we don't really understand the spiritual nature of what's going on behind the scenes or even the power that the, that we have in media, you know, it's it's we have an enormous amount of, of power and influence, and uh, I think if more people realize that, they would be more careful about what they make. Yeah, you you. So, the genesis back of this particular project in film, did it come in that moment with that pastor? I mean, because obviously that moment was incredibly powerful. I had Stephanie in tears here in the studio. Was that the beginning or, 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 well, I think you, you already shared that you've had some traumatic events at the edge, outer edges of this issue of, of violence and abuse and, and use. But what, uh, what, what then got turned all that into action? Maybe that's a better question since we know those other things. What was the catalyst to really making this finally come to fruition what we're talking about of course for our listeners is the advocate a tv drama series you can find out on pure flicks uh roku or on your phone app about uh, human trafficking you can also find it at the advocate tv series.com so what was the catalyst to really just making it happen well and of course it was all the holy spirit you know basically i was making you know hollywood stuff nothing of god and i wasn't christian and i had a huge conversion actually on the red carpet um, at a Woody Allen premiere in 2009 on the Can- at Cannes Film Festival where the Holy Spirit came upon me and basically let me know everything I was doing was wrong and that I was working for God now and I wasn't allowed to do anything else. And that was the beginning of this incredible journey. But what's interesting is this idea of this show about a, a, a woman with these spiritual gifts who was going to protect children and get ahead of the bad guys because she had these supernatural gifts was brought to me um, by a a gentleman named Jim Coleman in 2000, maybe five or 2006 when I was in New York City. God wasn't in my heart. None of this was even on the radar. And after 2020 hit and everything, the world got flipped upside down. I called him and I said, the world's ready for this idea now. Mm -hmm. That's mm. great. That's great. And of course and- now, uh, sorry, of course now it's not supernatural gifts, which it was at that time from non-Christians. Now it's everything is from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Right, and no, and, and we're about to go to a, a break here shortly. So I, 
before the show, we were visiting about this and, and you said you've reached a milestone with the advocate that it's, it's now trending. It's now in the top five, which is amazing. So congratulations on that. That's so exciting. So when we, um, we're going to start, I think we can take a break. I might, yeah, yeah. You're the boss. (laughs) Well, I am at the moment, I guess. Um, So anyway, let's talk about how the entirety of The Advocate, all of the stories in it are inspired by true events. And where did you get the stories for the episodes? You know, why, you know, how did this come to be? So let's take a break now. And when we get back, we're going to start with True Events. Where did you get the stories and uh, this amazing series, The Advocate? We'll be right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. We're talking today with Nicole Abicinio, who has produced, written, directed The Advocate, a TV drama series on uh, uh, human trafficking. You can find it on Pure Flix, uh, which is a clean version of Netflix. And you can find more at theadvocatetvseries.com. It's an important thing. Folks might be wondering, why is Divine Intimacy Radio talking about this? Because we are a show about the interior life. And the reason is, is because sometimes we get stuck spiritually. And we get stuck because our prayer life is stuck because our life of virtue is stuck. And we're not giving our lives to helping and serving other people in active ways. It's one of the reasons Stephanie and I have gotten involved in in the past in direct service to the poor like going under bridges and you know doing things like that to serve the poor so similarly we want to encourage you to consider this as a work uh as a work um of corporal corporal work of mercy if not in your prayers maybe your support or your promotion of this great work the advocate uh, tv drama series so stephanie before the break you had a question for nicole let's jump in back into that yeah, I was just really, um, by the way, I was really incredibly moved about the um, prophecy that the priest spoke into your life. I mean, I just really emoted and was trying not to burst into tears. It was so moving. And I, I just love that what the Lord does, because it, it just shows that his will will be done. Mm-hmm. And when he desires something to move and, and he desires something of us, that we 
just avail ourselves to that movement. And he could just come in a moment and everything changes. He's done it for me. He's obviously doing it for you. So here you've got this incredible series. It's in the top five. It's trending right now. And you said it was based or it was inspired on true events. Where did you get the stories for these episodes? Sure. And yeah, it's, it's, it came out for Christmas and we just did not expect what the Lord has done in any way. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I just have to, this is just on my heart um, because I want people to see this show and hearing the young, the young people that are loving it. I mean, even eight year old girls that are learning from this, that are uh, learning how to protect themselves and, and getting awareness and prevention, but um, which is always what our hope had been and to see God just glorify it and lift it up. And yeah, they just named top five new year's picks um, on their page uh, for Pure Flix. So the true stories, um, we worked with human trafficking units. We worked with not-for-profits. We worked with SV units. So we were taking stories from everywhere. And then, of course, going in the Adoration Chapel and letting the Holy Spirit write this, kind of more like a court stenographer, where you know God was basically giving us what we felt were the, you know, the ones that he wanted to share. And, of course, protecting values. But additionally, the first episode is actually my true story of what happened to me in that school when I was eight years old, which had pushed me out of the faith. But to show it now in such a hopeful light of what the Lord was really doing and what he, you know, that he didn't leave me and that he was there with me and that he wanted to show me at eight years old that I had a voice and that I wasn't powerless and that no matter how little we are, that we can make a huge impact. And so I want everyone to be empowered by this show to have that impact. And additionally, my mom was a child abuse investigator and a detective my entire life. And uh, she had become that afterwards and was always trying to protect the vulnerable. She was the corporal works of mercy. <laughs> she did so much. Um, I can never do as much as she did. But um, uh, some of the stories are hers as well. And stories, I mean, she would literally bring kids home uh, that had nowhere to go. And, you know, back at that time, you could get away with doing that. Uh, now you can't because, you know, it's people may say something. But at that time, I mean, it was kind of a revolving door. So I was seeing at my age, other children that were, you know, were abused, that were neglected, that were going through these things, and they would share their secrets with me. Mm. When I was watching one of the, uh, one of the elements of, the, of your show, there's a woman who's uh, a character who says, but I'm so careful with my children. What yeah. strikes me, and I don't know why I've always been so sensitive to this, our producer was a cop, so he knows all the junk that goes on out there. But I'm always a little bit surprised at how loose people are with their kids and how loose they are with the Internet and electronics and not realizing that those are doorways through which predators find and target them. Tell us a little bit about the safety tips from uh, that families can learn from uh, that you that, that you have. Uh, we're talking just before you do that. I want to make sure we don't we don't we can't say it enough. It's the Advocate TV drama series on on uh, on human trafficking on Pure Flix. You can find out more at theadvocatetvseries.com. We're talking with Nicole Abyssinio, who's the creator and writer and director. So safety tips for families. Tell us a bit about that. Including safety tips was very, very important to me. Um, and I thought I think what's happening is, you know, people are in their bubble. I think with their families and they're thinking, 
one of the tricks I think is that, oh, trafficking or bad things happen in Hollywood or they happen over here, but they don't happen in our backyard. And I think that's where people get a little thrown off that they think that they're in the safety and they don't want to think about it. And so safety tips are easy. You know, they're just simple ones that you can just incorporate in your family's lives. For example, um, in episode four, there's social media episode tips. So that entire episode is about social media, specifically about Snapchat and certain functions that occur in Snapchat. And if you just turn them off, if you just understand them, you could protect your child, your family, yourself. I mean, it's it's really amazing and interesting is what's out there. And of course, it's not that Snapchat has a bad purpose for it. It's that the bad people, you know, use it yeah. for bad. And so we have to protect against those things. Um, and in the trafficking episode in episode three, there's also something about keeping a personal um, online uh, diary, uh, a blog of your of your happenings, of where you're going. You don't have to share it. It can be private. But if someone needs to find you, they, they'll be able to access mm. that. And I thought that That's was a very key tip. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things I think that most families that are victims of of human trafficking, their children are taken is they think that the the perpetrators have fangs and maybe horns in their head and look really bad and evil but that's not that's the, i mm-hmm. think that's one of the most problematic delusions of parents is that normal looking people people with families of their own people who whose families play with your family and your kids mm-hmm. are often the perpetrators tell us a little bit about that deception Absolutely. I mean, it's often someone, you know, you know, um, and we talk about that in episode two, it could be a friend, a family member, um, you know, the entire thing of grooming of trying to get people to, um, you know, trust you, and they befriend you. And well, why don't you come here? You know, there's, we're having a little party, or we're having this, I mean, it's about getting gaining your trust, and then bringing you in, as opposed to just necessarily like ripping you off the street when you're walking down at one day. Yeah, so mm-hmm. these folks are, just to elaborate a bit more, they are predators and they're driven by one goal, which is to subjugate another person to this evil in whatever form it is. And they they construct their entire personas in a way. They'll be a devout Catholic if that's what it takes. If they're targeting your kid. They'll be a devout Catholic. They'll, they may even be in your parish. You know, they'll be a devout Christian mm-hmm. in your Protestant parish. You know, whatever. Go ahead. In so. in school systems, they'll work in, in school, school systems. systems, right? Yeah, and and that's one of the misnomers is that is with any kind of sexual abuse, there's tends to be this thought of oh, it's and I'm I'm going to say it out loud. It's always the priest, and the member the amount of priests is minuscule compared to the amount of educators that are predators. That and are that, predators. You were you were a principal. Uh, yeah, you, I have, I have worked both in secular and um, Catholic education. As I've worked in both as an administrator, as a as a principal. Fifteen years of experience. Oh no, twenty five years. Twenty five. Yeah, you, you don't seem that old. <laughs> Thank you. That's very nice. Um, so you know, all of that. Not only that, but and and I'll say it here. I do speak about it in, in part of my testimony. But I I was lured by a neighbor. I was four years old. He was, his name was Mr. Church, God help him, you know, uh, God have mercy on his soul, you know, and, and he's long gone now because he was an old man at the time, but you know, the grooming, the conversations, the luring, the, all of that. And, you know, my mom's a beautiful, wonderful woman. 
a dedicated mother. She had no idea. This happened within about 20 yards of where your parents were. Right, right. Just in a moment mm. when I was playing in the front yard, it only took a second. And she could see me from the window, but it just takes a moment. So we cannot be diligent enough. And that doesn't mean that we need to walk around in 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 fear, right. but it does mean that we need to have our eyes open. We also, more importantly, I think, need to understand that the spiritual covering of the home is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to ask Nicole before we run out of time, how can folks listening or watching help you with this mission or the mission in general? Is there a way they can get involved with uh, the episodes you're producing or how, is, how does that all work? Uh, there is. Well, first of all, um, you know, having the amazing Catholic support and we made a show that has Catholic themes and has a lead Catholic priest that's a spiritual director. And that's almost never been done. And so going on there, seeing these family friendly episodes, sharing them with your friends, your family, you know, th that's the point of the show, getting it out as far and wide as possible in this this month of human fighting human trafficking. January is that month. Um, so that's a, a first help. Um, if you would love to volunteer, we are, it looks like we are going to be rolling into season two this, this, this year, it's looking like. Um, and so we always need, you know, additional crew. If you are actors, uh, crew members, um, volunteers, I mean, there's so many different things that we need that it takes to get a production done. Um, we always need additional investors as well. We can, and I, I've been trying to only have, investors that are Christian. And so we turn down a lot because we want to be equally yoked. We want to make sure that we're working with people who are doing it for kingdom purposes. Uh, so that's very important to us as well. So the advocatetvseries.com is a website. Is that where they go if they want to get involved or do they go to gabrielsmessagerfilms.com? Either or we're receiving emails from both. So okay. you can go on the Advocate TV series and, and get on our mailing list to get information or email us personally about being involved. Um, Gabriel's Messenger Films will get those emails as well. Um, but obviously to see the show, you're going to the Pure Flix app and, and, and going directly there. Well, I'm grateful for all your work, your good work. I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, it's interesting, you know, Pure Flix, I'm sure has a lot of Christian, non-Catholic Christian programming. And it's beautiful that you're depicting a priest, you know, uh, these days. In a beautiful light. In a beautiful yeah. light, which is so important because most of them, the vast majority, aren't those that cause the problems in the church. It's the, the few that besmirch the good work of so many good and holy priests. And we need to pray for our priests to protect them yes. also from false accusations and all the junk that goes around that the enemy tries to work in the church and in the world. Nicole Abyssinio, uh, producer, director, creator of the Advocate TV drama series, which you can find on Pure Flix. Clean Netflix is what it is. Roku, you can find it on an app. And then go to theadvocatetvseries.com. Nicole, thank you for being with us and thank you for your great work. God bless all you do and all glory to him. And until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.